highs and lows. I would say yeah, a, lot of, a lot of highs um, and lows. Yeah, so I mean, we're experiencing a little bit of growth, I guess, but it's still kind of in the in the initial stages. So I think doing things like this, showcasing good people, is going to kind of help us. Okay. Sure. How did you guys come up across to interview us or sit down with us? Uh, I've been here a couple times. I've I think been Reem's been here a few times. Yeah, I've seen you. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, you a regular? Yeah. <laughs> people, my job. You know what I mean? There you go. Um, and then other than that, you know, we were looking for black-owned businesses. I think because we've been here a couple of times, we're just, we figured this would be a good starting point for us. Yeah, I'll have to come back and get my first time this week. I want oh, to so definitely make it. I haven't been here yet. And yeah, guys, let him come and sit down here. <laughs> 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 promise, promise. I'm going to be back whenever, okay. you know. Right, it's, it's Monday through Saturday, mm -hmm. 11 to 8. 11 to 8.30. I'll be through. Mm -hmm. Better. 11 Great to birds. 2, lunch. Then uh, 4 to 8 30. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So, um, so basically, the way we're going to do this, we're just going to ask, you know, obviously a few questions. But first, um, introduce yourselves and what you guys do. Uh, first, uh, I want to ask you a question. Oh, yeah. How do you guys uh, broadcast this? Uh, YouTube, um, okay. social media for like the little clips and stuff like that. But okay. yeah. So, How we'll often have, like, do you guys do it? What's that? How often? Weekly, every day. Oh, okay. Yeah, every so y'all probably be posted by the end of this week. For sure. Okay. For sure. Oh, you kind of system. So, right? <laughs> so <laughs> thank you. Would you like a job? You got a job. <laughs> In case y'all, what we discussed earlier, just for like flow, is mom will answer first. Sister went to. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Sure. Cool. Cool. Good work. Because we're all coping the H. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So yeah, you want to just uh, introduce yourself and, like I said, what you what you primarily do here. Well, my name is uh, Winnie. I'm the mom, <laughs> as everybody calls me here. And um, Winnie is for short, but my name is Pro Winnie. Okay. So, because a lot of people had a hard time of saying it, so I just go by Winnie. Pro Winnie. So, Pro Winnie is the whole name. And uh, so I kind of divided it in half, so that way it would be easier. But um, this uh, we own and operate um, Flavor 91, uh, three of us. We all three partners. At the same time, I'm their mom, they're my children. But uh, this is that's what we do here every day. We work together. We live together. <laughs> we enjoy what we do. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm Winter. I'm the sister. I am uh, pretty much in charge of customer relations. Uh, the customer experience and uh, overall guest and community interaction. Um, my family has been nice enough to bring me on um, and I've been able to learn a lot about the restaurant industry, learn a, a lot about uh, the interaction between um, community to overall um, <laughs> I'm a little nervous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> To overall, um, you know, network, building that network to create that foundation and be able to feed the people in your network. And uh, I'm Moses. I'm the uh, brother and son of the restaurant. Um, I'm a part of, you know, creating vision for the restaurant. Also, uh, back house, front house operations, whether it's staffing, um, inventory management, uh, finances, accounting, marketing, operations, stuff like that. Um, but we all share the the group, the, the responsibilities as one. Um, but yeah, we, we're all a part in those different areas. Awesome. Um, so since we have the family here, I did want to ask one question. Um, it seems like we have a, a diverse background from what I've kind of researched a little bit. Um, I think I've seen Ethiopian and Sudanese. Um, no, not Sudanese. No, not Sudanese. Okay, that's right. <laughs> Ethiopian, and what, what's, what's the rest of the background? Is there any difference? How much of... Um, that Ethiopian background do you bring towards the business? Uh, well, we're um, mostly, we're, our background is Ethiopian, mm -hmm. but we're, our business is, we love the, the American food, mm -hmm. but we also like to incorporate our flavors. Mm -hmm. So that's, so our, our uh, the way we do it here is like American flair with Ethiopian flair. So it's majority, it's an Ethiopian, I mean, it's an American food. Mm -hmm. Burger is classic American. Yeah. American. 
and a soup salad and wing. But the flavor is what makes us, set us apart. Okay. So for example, and also we love resource. Everything we have here is except the salmon, because we don't have, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> can't yeah. get nothing from the buckeye lake, so right. bad. Because of the <laughs> buckeye lake salmon. Wouldn't want that. So we have a, a sakai, you know, everything we wanted as quality and as high possible. So what we have here is local resource. Um, Grown up, I'm, I'm mostly, he was born here. She came more than she was a year old. So me grown up, we all all natural. We ate natural food. It comes from your farm, from your local grocery, from your local butcher. So nothing like has GMO or antibiotic or stuff like that. So grown up uh, eating 100% grass uh, meat and everything, uh, chicken, non-GMO, antibiotic. Actually, I never heard of uh, antibiotic and GMO and stuff like that grown up. Because yeah. we don't have that where I came from. Mm -hmm. So when we came here, I, when I, I'm trying to find that kind of um, a meat to eat. So we have to go to the farmer to get it. Mm -hmm. So that's how we eat at home. So when we decide to open a restaurant, we gotta sell what we eat. So that's how we became it about. And that's what makes us Ethiopian and American food. Gotcha. So that's the, the background is, I mean, I'm also, you know, my mom's from Eritrea, but Ethiopia and Eritrea was the same country. It just got divided, you know, a few years ago. Okay. Like, I, we don't have other African ones. Uh, actually, yeah, good. Thank you. Um, so, or did you have anything to add to that? Okay. Um, so you, you mentioned that, you know, a lot of your ingredients are locally sourced. Um, how much of that, if, if any, is any kind of black business? Because I know it's, it's rough for black businesses in farming, so probably not much, but is there any business that you guys do with any kind of other black businesses? Actually, uh, we are talking to uh, the, the mushroom guy that's, that's uh, mushroom black, what's the name, Harvest? No, Tiger Mushroom. Tiger Mushroom. So we're talking, we, we've been talking with them. We haven't gotten from them yet because the mushroom that we get is Portobello mushroom. So Portobello mushroom is certainly, you know, they grow differently and stuff like that. So, yeah, we've been looking to be incorporated. We did find out about a, a local microgreen farm here in, uh, actually in Reynoldsburg. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. yeah, so they're called Summer Micro Farms, microgreens. Um, we just came in contact with her and we're actually using some of her microgreens for our chef pop-up that's coming up on September 12th. So, um, like you said, it's not as prominent. Like, you don't really find, she's, she was telling us she's the only black farmer at um, a local farmer's market, Ooh. farmer's market here in Columbus. So it's not as often that you see people in the food industry as suppliers yeah. that are black. Um, but our t-shirts come from black-owned companies. Um, and so we, we try to do our best with what we can Absolutely. in the yeah. industries that we're in. We're not as privy to all the different industries that we're in, actually. Yeah. We're having more directories now, um, but food service supplying, um, there aren't any, um, in Columbus at least, I haven't found any people that have a brewery, like a black home brewery or anything. Mm -hmm. um, nothing of that nature so far. I think um, from my understanding is when we first opened this restaurant, particularly, being 100% grass fed, non-GMO, antibiotic, and being in Whitehall. A lot of people was thinking like, are you guys opening this kind of uh, restaurant in this area? Would a lot of people gonna appreciate it? So do we see that? Because we wanted to, we didn't looking for appreciation. We want somebody who's looking for that to come to us. Mm -hmm. So we make it a destination. Uh, so speaking of destination, that's what was our goal, mm. and that's what we came. Uh, so another thing, what I noticed with us, with uh, black uh, um, um, people, is uh, because known. The only thing we known is what we around us. Yeah. Yeah. So having our, our food, our, our restaurant in this area, we kind of introducing different eating. Yeah. You need to eat healthy, because if you notice, we have 
two Wendy's, two McDonald's, two Burger King, just in one home. Mm -hmm. uh, to Arby's, to, I mean, every fast food, you name it, not one, two mm -hmm. across the street from each other. So that's, if that's what you grown up known. That's what you're going to go to. That's what you're going to go to. Right. So for us, the last four years, what we've been doing is we've been introducing that you can eat different. You yep. can do different things. It's, it's healthy for you. At the same time, you can grow your own food. You know, you, so what, by introducing this, the way we're doing it, I feel like we're changing the mindset of our people. And then we, we've seen it grow. Because at the beginning, when people come in, in fact, our, uh, our, our food is underpriced mm. with our competitors. So when they see a burger is $12, they're like, whoa, $12. You know what I mean? Mm. But they don't see, they try to compare it with the McDonald's burger, with uh, Wendy's, whatever. I'm not saying anything wrong with that, but at the same time, uh, the way we harvest, our, the way we provide our food, and then the way they provide their food is completely different. You're providing value along with your product. Absolutely. Yeah. So which kind of introducing a different uh, way of eating to the neighborhood or to our local and at the same to the black people that we have and the, in the area and then we see the difference people are coming more often understanding this lady actually told me last week I've been losing a lot of weight eating your food you know what I mean mm -hmm. so that makes you feel good that you at least you get into some other people's mindset how they should eat yeah. the way we kind of putting how we eat to you, yeah, and then we 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 both eating the same thing and healthy. Yeah. So when I tell you to our wingers, ten dollar for ten, you gonna like okay, uh, down the street uh, Tuesday or something like that, they have a wing uh, special, twenty five mm -hmm. cents for a wing. I can't do that because yeah. right. I pay too much for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But our wing is small versus the other wing. Because it's non-general antibiotic. That's different. You know? Different process. Chicken's supposed to different look process. Like. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually supposed to look like. So, even though you question about the price, as soon as you buy it, any take a bite out of it. Taste that difference. You did the difference and then you're here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have people who come to eat our food six days a week. Yeah. Yeah. Six days a week straight. So, our wing being the best wing in the state of Ohio by Inside Magazine. Okay. And then also our burger with the best burger is Ohio also. So, so far so good. Soft legs. <laughs> That's always been my selling point to people that work down the street. Because I work at PNC, I was talking like, all the stuff is natural. Like, the price might seem high to you now. When you bite that burger, you're going to taste the difference. And they'll come back like, man, you were right. It just tastes so fresh, so healthy. I don't feel sluggish. So I'm like, you're paying for quality. Mm -hmm. Not just a quick little $2 burger that is just going to put you down like... You're eating to give yourself life, in a sense. And that's important, like she said, like mm -hmm. creating healthy food options in areas right. like Whitehall, man. Mm -hmm. It's like, I, I'm, I'm from the north side, so not too far from here, mm -hmm. but like, I noticed even in my area, they've shut down so many grocery stores. Meyer's gone, uh, Kroger's have been shut down. There were like four Kroger's on the north side of Columbus, and I think there's one now. Mm -hmm. right, so like they're limiting food options and then in place they're popping up McDonald's and Wendy's and Burger King's and stuff like corner that. Corner stores. Yeah, corner mm -hmm. stores, mm -hmm. right? So healthy food options mm -hmm. for, for neighborhoods like this is important. Absolutely. Yes. Appreciate it. Next question. Um, tell me about like breaking in when y'all first started out. Because I know a lot of restaurants, you know, let's kind of do or die within the first couple of years they're out of here a lot of times what kind of struggles did you guys go through early on uh, well uh, yeah I can go um, some struggles that we went through was just hiring um, and making a name for ourselves to begin with um, like my mother was saying you know people were kind of laughing at us that we would open up a healthy restaurant on the side of town because we would only have to go either cook it for ourselves or go downtown and so you know, for us to kind of break into the market and let people know, hey, we're here serving the type of foods that we know is needed here. Yeah. Um, that brand recognition took some time. So we would, you know, I would drive up and down the street with samples and flyers and give to people and invite them in. And, 
you know, it'll be a little nerve wracking at first, but you know, after a while you just get used to being uncomfortable yeah. and people will come in and try the food. And uh, like I was saying, hiring at first was tough because we had to help people understand what the concept was about and then have the type of hospitality we know we have and instill it in everybody else that was starting with us. So mm-hmm. we had high labor costs at first and that's usually what it is yeah. that ends up hurting restaurants that begin high labor and high um, cost of goods sold. So that's all the materials that you buy to make the food. Right. And you know, that was all over the place because we didn't have no sales history to go off of. We didn't have no pattern to go off of. And so, you know, we started to get real close into our, um, the people that was working here and also what we were purchasing on a daily, weekly basis. We were able to cut all that down, get, you know, as close to our source as possible gotcha. and understand what do we need and how much can we serve at a time. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that was, I was that's definitely what I picked up on in the beginning. Okay, yeah, exactly what Moses said. Um, but um, the reason I think a lot of restaurants go out of business at the beginning, definitely payroll, because you started, you know, you don't even know how many staff you need. So when we first opened, thank God that I got support from family and stuff like that. But uh, when we first opened, we was hiring people that we don't even need. Yeah. We had so many people. And then, so to go through all that, this many people, they're not even, you know, you don't have the business. So one thing that we could have done better, we should have market our business before we open, like hype it up. So for a person who should open a restaurant today, believe on your concept, like we do believe our concept. But at the same time, uh, have your marketing should do your job first. Then you can overstuff. If you have enough stuff then, because you market it so much, people are anticipated, it's coming up, I'm gonna go, I'm only gonna be opening. Then do your hiring. And when you open your door, you have the stuff, you have the customer. But when we open, we have the staff. We also didn't have that much inventory management. So the people that were hired, they, we had a chef, they ordered so much stuff that we don't need. So that was being thrown away, you know what I mean? Yeah. So stuff like that, it just, before you open, you need to look into every detail. How many people do I need? How much product do I need? How much cash do I need to save up to hire enough staff? And then to watch out, don't ever over hire if you don't do, especially if you don't do enough marketing. Yeah. You know, and people that do not know you're about to open. You got staff and no customers. You got yeah. staff, no customer. Then the staff that you, you hire also, they don't believe on your concept. That's another problem. So what most of said is right. So that's what I would advise. That's what the struggle that we have. When we first, the first three months, especially for us, we was blessed. Because we started we opened about what? Two, two months later, a customer came in, ate our food. Then there's this thing called a Vexily Buzz. It's like Facebook page mm-hmm. for uh, people who live in Vexily. Yeah. So she went and posted for us there. Two months later, people was in line to the door. Wow. Nice. But we are, even though we have a lot of people working, the chef that we hired, he could not get one burger out. People waited two hours for a burger. <laughs> yeah. The volume. The yeah. volume was so high, but he never, so you see, handle something like he that, never right? handled something like yeah. that. One so, of our guests even, uh, you know, he had been waiting for his food and he had been a chef for 30 years. He's like, you guys need me to help you? And then he got up and his wife got up. His wife was a server and different things like that over the years. They got up and started helping us. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah we had, most of us had to fire the chef in the spot that day. Because this restaurant is full. Yeah. And then we cannot get food out. Yeah. So our customer... They moved now, they're in yeah. a different state right now. They're like, we don't want to see you guys. They was eating, they, they waited about two hours, they forgot there. 
Seriously, he saw how struggling we have. We're struggling about everything. He stopped eating. His wife and him, they stopped eating and they said, Do you guys need help? We said, Yeah. We don't know them. They don't know us. But we need help as yeah. time. Wow. Even though we got people in payroll, they're getting paid. So they stopped eating. He went to the back. He started getting the food out. And then his wife started helping us busting table. Wow. Believe it or not, from all these people, people who waited forever to get the food, mm -hmm. only one customer put a bad review for us. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so that's a blessing. Yeah. No, yeah, that was. Yeah, one customer, Amazing. probably was you know, about 100 people out of 100, only one person for one star review, you know. And the yeah, people there was, here, there was other people, there was yeah. other people saying, you know, you guys will figure it out, it's all good. Mm -hmm. you know, we'll come back another time. They didn't even get their food, but they were just yeah. like, don't worry, we know. It, it, it takes a while, y'all. That's tough, so, man. A lot of times people don't like to give, like, upstart businesses, like, time to get yeah. where they want to be. They expect it to be ready Perfect. and prompt mm -hmm. as soon as you you decide to go and i, I think that is that's just unfair yeah, i learned yeah. patience that day because i wouldn't say i'm the most patient person but after that seeing how everybody else responded to us mm -hmm. i was like nah, i gotta be a lot more patient because everyone just taught me a lesson yeah. Yeah. just the way their demeanor was it's all good we got you we understand you know what it's all right i got you we'll come actually back. Through, throughout the four years people have been very supportive to us people don't care what we look like they just came, they appreciated our service, our food. I mean, we always been struggling with the staff until now. So people have been very supportive. That's really uh, what makes you, what makes us like, we're so happy that we open this establishment. Oh, and then we, the way we do it, yeah. the way we, because we have the food exactly the way we eat it, and then people appreciated it, and then they want us to stay in business. And even though that's an abuse to wait for a burger for two hours, they still take that and then they be there and they be coming. And I'm really so we're grateful. That's awesome. True. What about you, Winston? Challenges? Oh no! Shout out to Tim and Caroline. That's Tim who. And that's Caroline. who was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Tim and Caroline oh, and yeah. the first up with the Lexi buds as well. Brad and Laura. I think one of the challenges that I personally uh, saw on behalf of my family was the fact that I actually didn't live here for two years um, until recently. I lived in DC and I basically was commuting back and forth to come and help. So an element of the family was missing. Um, I think that we were, um, you know, we're doing as well as we could considering however when i was able to come back it just changed the game so yeah just having an extra set of hands that know what they're doing can manage themselves well that they cares enough cares a lot yeah. cares huge you know you can't teach everybody to care you know? yeah everybody has their own special gift when they come into this earth you have a gift so i think my gift is memory i'm able to remember your birthday i remember where you sat i remember you know who you came with sometimes even yeah yeah even sometimes <laughs> even the color of your shirt and um, we all have that, but mine is like on a different level. So I think that added that extra element of service. And you all combine yeah. your yeah, our superpowers, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're the power. What color my eyes? We we do a service here. All right. All right. They close no more. <laughs> How many times you get? <laughs> when I come yeah, to eat, you'll get me. Okay. That money. All right. That's yeah. funny. Um, you guys mentioned that you've been here for four years, about to mm -hmm. celebrate your fourth year anniversary. Um, what are you guys looking forward to in the future? Like, are there any big plans, anything like that? Sorry. Well, future is so bright, as you can see. Mm -hmm. uh, the future is we're trying to go get into our packaging because we will make our own seasoning for our burgers, for our everything. Everything is seasoned here. When we say flavor, it's just not the name. Our chicken wing, our uh, chicken, anything. Our burgers, like, we don't just put salt and pepper and the pot in the grill. We season it and then we patty. So that way everything is set. So we're trying to do a packaging. We make our salad dressing in the house. We make our uh, flavor sauce in the house. 
we make our chicken cream mushroom soup in the house. So everything that we do, our customers are insisting to package it so they can take, you know, flavor 91 to their home. And some of it actually I'll dry it up for our chicken wing. People buy it and then use it when they do their steak and they season it with different things. So our next uh, yeah, plan is to do packaging. Okay. Nice. Yes, that's what we that's what in the house right now. Flavor 91 home. Yeah, you're not the exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> we got the first drop on that. There you go. I was going to say, so how did you come up with the name Flavor 91? Like, does it have any special meaning, or is it just like the ingredients that you guys use? Yeah, so I came up with the name, but it's a secret. You okay, okay. It out. I got you. Oh, I heard there was something that you do, though. Yes. Yeah. That if somebody figures it out. Yeah, so if you figure it out, it'll okay. match your bill. So, like, whatever you spend in the restaurant will mm -hmm. match your bill and donate to a cause of charity you care about. I like that. Okay. And so far, a few people have gotten it. A nine-year-old kid got it on his first try. Really? And they spent like 200. I was like, I'm going to have to do some payments. <laughs> 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 but yeah, nah, we, so, so far it's been at least, I say a handful of people have figured okay. it out. And, you know, we, we honor that, you know. We, we always love doing things for the community anyway. So mm -hmm. forward, whatever way we can. So sure. we're happy to do Cool. Same, but everybody takes their own little secret oath that we tell them. You know? so there's even been people that call us from home two weeks later. Is this it? Is it? Nah. Nah. drop. the effort. You know? Right. <laughs> uh, one little kid, they had a little notebook, and every time I came to the table, they told me something else that they thought it was. And, and Mark I said, it no, Mark it off. But even people be telling us new things about the number 91. Mm -hmm. uh, Ethiopia apparently sits on the 9.1 latitude and longitude line. Oh, wow. like, yeah. Dang, are you kidding? It's <laughs> crazy. I'm like, y'all deserve something. For that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody told me 91 planet. I don't even know there is 91 planet. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. They, they go on. Sometimes they go a little too far. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's definitely became a talking point. Yeah. And, and, and for real, the flavor part of the restaurant or the name is. You know, I was a marketing major in college, so like if you're establishing a brand, you want it to associate with something, you know, whether it's understood by the name or what it becomes over time. Like so, Nike, you think athletics, right. uh, you know, Starbucks is coffee. I mean, Starbucks is not even a word, but coffee. What you think about? Um, and for us, we wanted flavor to be the most dominated association that you could have with a restaurant. Right. You know what I mean? And um, and give it that type of a flair at the same time, make you think you're coming somewhere. We like what you know. It's interesting. So the, the name combined with it, that's where the secret comes in. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go home and think about that. We're going to write up a list. Yeah. <laughs> Call them. Yeah. Scratch them off one by one. Up. <laughs> so talk to me a little bit about how COVID has, you know, put a, not a stop, obviously, business has to go on, but kind of affected things with you guys. Oh, my bad. I'm going to about to say something. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, well, it was definitely a redirection in the operation of business. We went from a full-service dine-in um, restaurant where we were interacting with the guests, and again, that's where that memory comes into play. It, it shifted into more touchless, contactless, uh, so it was more carry-out. Um, and then we had to basically uh, depend on certain parts of our business that we never even, or we didn't really highlight before. So it took away that personality aspect, but it also added in more creative ways that we could contact the customer. Now we have uh, an opt-in available for SMS. Now we have kind of like a VIP club, yeah, for people who want to be in on, you know, what's, what's the in, what's the now for Flavor 91, they have that option. Um, my brother uh, was able to implement a touchless menu. You come in, you get a chance to opt in again, and then you get to see the menu. Um, we're also working with a black-owned company with that. So. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that's another one. Yeah, shout out James. Yeah, yeah shout James. out to James. The trademark that's America. That's like our, our tech person. Yeah, right? okay. so black tech guy on deck. Um, so another thing that has been very different for us has been the approach of our guests and customer experience. More virtual now. However, we still are getting that um, overwhelming support from the community. Well, um, COVID has actually, like Winter said, um, by the way, her name is Wintana, and oh, Winter is her name. <laughs> so I just want to make sure that 
it shows you different perspective in life. For me, uh, it show, uh, show me humanity, how much people care. Definitely, um, the people coming, interacting with people who was missing, and also because we don't have drive-through, the drive-through window that helps a little bit, especially at the beginning, but people was going out of their way. For us, same business, they was, um, calling, checking on us. Mm -hmm. They was make sure they get food from us. Uh, this lady, uh, a lot of our customers come basically, perhaps I'm from White Hope, basically Brownsburg, Gehanna, and from all over Columbus, you know? But this lady came in, uh, they put a certain amount of money they want to spend with us. So she called and I'm taking her order, said, how much is it? I'm not like, no, she just keep adding and adding. So she spent about hundred and twenty dollars, something like that, enough to go. And then I think I forgot the soup or something, or we were out of something. So I told her we're out of that, and can I give you a credit back, or can I give you something? She's like, no, I'm not ordering the food because we want to. We don't have food to eat at home. I'm doing this so I can support you guys. So don't worry about it. And then she turned around and gave me twenty dollars. Wow. Yeah, so people was very generous. People uh, was going out of their way to come and support us. But the other challenge that we face with uh, when people try to support us overwhelmingly, stop. People that work with us, they got, of course, they was laid off. Yeah. But then the PPP was taking too long for us to get it. Mm -hmm. But a couple of our employees, they don't have other job. They were, this is the only income they have. So we was paying them. We working, three of us working here, like sometimes we cannot even say we're so tired, but we send them a check anyway. So we decided to ask them to come back. I mean, when everything said the governor said to open, they don't want to come back because they now they got approved for their unemployment. They get get some of them some of them did come back. Yeah. Some of them did not come back. So that hurts yeah. for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, when we get the business, we see what that black business, support black business on Facebook, they will show us so much love. Okay. They will show stuff. You know what I mean? Sometimes they will have to refuse to take the order. Yeah. Because we don't want to neglect the customer. So that's the only challenge that we have seen. But more than the challenge for me, the humanity part, because that's what I take from COVID. Well, for me, it was more about like, it's like a saying that Mike Tyson has, like everybody has a plan, so you get punched in the face. Mm -hmm. And this was like a gut punch and a, like a face, it was like a two-piece. <laughs> and so for us, um, you know, we, we know how to survive. We know how to go back to our roots in the sense of, we remember how it was when we were just starting out. It was just a few years ago. So I remember the slow days. I remember the days we were like, is there any money going to come in today at all? How do we dig deep and get creative about what our situation is? So I appreciated the fact, or I looked at it from a good sense of view, like optimistically, that this is a way to disrupt your business. This is a way to accept and embrace the change, because that's the only thing that's constant in life. Yeah. It's always going to keep changing. Mm -hmm. So for us to look at it and say, all right, we're not going to close our doors. We're going to look at ways for us to engage the community. We did a, a Got Five on it program where we were um, donating to the healthcare facilities nearby. So, like, I guess we'll come in, donate $5, and we'll match them. If they wanted to get, like, a Lamberger for the a nearby person at work, we'll match $8 to their five because our Lamberger is $13. So, we were able to feed three healthcare facilities based on that. And, and we just decided to just get creative with our content, get creative with any new ideas for our menu that we wanted to put out there and just kind of show an abundant mindset at the same time. So all of that culminated to people staying relevant with us, people were like, oh, you know what, I want to support Fred and I want today, and then just, you know, share it, you know what I'm saying, putting us on their story. Um, and just, you know, some days people would just come in and drop like $30, $40 tip, yeah, take it, you know, you guys, you know, see what you can do with it, you know, just trying to support. Or take $30, $40, $50 and contribute it to the program that you're doing. So we, we just try to stay in the loop, try to stay as relevant currently as we could, and like, just keep working. 
be working as much as we could, especially in the beginning, because we didn't know how severe COVID yeah. was. There's a lot of misinformation. We didn't know what was going on. So we're just like, look, we're just going to hold it down for ourselves, look out for our people who work here. We're offering free meals to our people as well, so they don't have to decide whether or not they have to cook for themselves or money going to rent. So we just try to not be toned up. I think one more thing that I would like to add, uh, going off of what my brother was saying about uh, taking care of our people, what people didn't really understand was they were actually causing ripple effects in such a positive way. So they come, they support us, right? We're small, we're black, uh, own business. But what they don't realize is that with us being locally sourced, they're also helping our farmers too. Farmers got to eat, you know, they got families too. When they come and they deliver their food, they come out of their way. Like we get our beef. For, you know, further, yeah, from Athens, Ohio. He's coming from Athens to give us the food. Like that level of love you cannot get anywhere else. You know? That was another intention for our restaurant. That's why we wanted to be locally sourced because we, we're conscious of the economy. We know if we circulate our dollar, which is what we know now, yeah. especially with black people, but before, we're just like, how can we empower Columbus as a whole? Yeah. Even beyond Columbus, Athens, there's a local brewery just up the street. We get our beer from them. Two we do it on purpose so that we're exchanging dollars between each other we're able to be self-sufficient as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, with all the people actually in Whitehall, uh, for Tutan, when they first opened, I mean, they started to do brewery in Whitehall, they sampled their beers at the local uh, bar over here. Nobody was taking them. So for us, when we met, that was our concept. We wanted to do local. Then when we find them, how local can it be? Yeah. Yeah, they, was, they didn't even have a tap room at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Now they have a top room. And we've always told, you know, different restaurant owners will come in here, chefs will come in here. We tell them, yo, have two tones in your guys' spot because that empowers them at the same time. But we're just looking out for each other because, like I said, when you become self-sufficient, your roads get better, your schools get better, your healthcare gets better. So true. Yeah. Your libraries, all of that starts to elevate. Now the next generation of people are receiving the benefits of the work you've been doing. So by doing that, our local chamber of commerce. The first award they gave uh, to our uh, business to business yeah. was to uh, to us to Flavor 91 and to Tom. Yep. That's, that's nice. the first day. That's three, two, that was three years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So the first year we both got business to business award. Nice. Yeah. So it sounds like you guys are like investing in the community and getting that love back. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. What has the communication been like from the state in terms of like opening back up? What, what are those plans looking like right now? <laughs> well, the first time we're actually going to do it with our chef pop okay. So we're going to try to try it out and see how it goes because we know two things are happening at the same time. Public health wants to make sure that we're following the guidelines and restrictions, but people also want to come out and get out of the house yeah. and come and sit down and eat and do what they used to do. But we're still in a pandemic at the same time. Right. And public health is not playing games. They're out here giving tickets. They're out here enforcing what they believe is the best way to keep everybody safe. We can't be mad at them. And we're understaffed at the same time. So we have to make all this work for us at the same Mm -hmm. scenario. Like I said, we don't want to be tone deaf. When you become tone deaf, people look at you like, oh, you're just only doing this for money. Yeah. For quick money. So we don't care about our health. Mm -hmm. So we can't spend, you know, pass that message along because it's our health too. You know what I mean? We wear our uh, masks. Yeah, we wear our masks for you. We wear mm-hmm. our masks for ourselves. We're all trying to make each other, you know, understand. When you see me, I see you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So with the chef pop up, we're gonna do dining. We'll be limited capacity. Um, right now, the uh, um, regulation is about 50% dining, 50% patio. Um, you know, of course, six feet distance, all that kind of stuff. And we just want to see how it goes. Yeah. And we're doing reservation based, so we can control the flow, we can control the traffic. It's going to take a lot of educating people over the phone and even people when they come in, but we're willing to kind of go through those motions and let people know, hey, look, we're giving this a try. We still have takeout. We still have our um, patio seating. So just be patient with us and enjoy yourself at the same time. You're celebrating our four-year anniversary. So uh-huh. let's, let's see how we can make this work, and then that'll help us roll out if we want to do it further. And that's September 12th, right? Mm-hmm. 12th. Yeah, right. September 12th. Um, so what's going to happen is there's going to be, in order to be in accordance with uh, public health and social distancing, with the reservation aspect, it'll be three different time slots. So we have the 12 to 2, we have 3 to 5, and then we have 7 to 9. So with those um, options for people, they're able to feel comfortable and feel safe at the same time. 
So that'll give us that time frame. As far as continuing to take out, we're gonna have our regular menu from 12 to five for carry out, and then seven to nine will just be chef pop up. Okay. If they wanna, yeah, and you also have the option to do a pre-order. You don't wanna mm -hmm. dine in, you can take it with you. So the plate options are, you have a meat-based menu, it's three courses, and then we have the um, plant-based, it'll be three courses as well. And the pricing does vary. So the main thing I think for us when it comes to opening up our dining is reservation-based so that we know how many people are coming in and we can preset them and give them you know, little seats away from each other yeah. ahead of time. Mm -hmm. All of that comes into play and then we already have secure uh, understanding who's gonna show up. When they will have a chance to clean up. Yes. Yeah. I know some more here. I did have a question that I'm not, I tried to do a little bit of research before coming in here. Yeah. Is it true that you guys own like the whole building? Is that true? Yes. Oh, the and tattoo guys, shop is y'all too. They no, don't, they don't they operate. You guys do operate the salon. Is that yeah, correct? Yes. Yes. So, um, what do you guys? Uh, Tribute to that, like business snappiness that you guys have, because not a lot of people own the actual mm -hmm. the block building. You, you're, look, you're looking at mom, right? <laughs> the boss. Yeah, boss. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a blessing, you know, that to be able to do that. Actually, with this pandemic, I'm glad that we own the building. It helped us. Um, so we bought the building. This used to be the longest house steakhouse. Oh, I don't know if you guys know. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. Man, many moves ago. I remember that yeah. a while back. So I bought the building in 2012. So I bought it and I split it into three. Um, so I kept this part. So this wall that you guys is behind you, it was this wasn't glass like this. It was just a wall. And then the look of it was just steakhouse with a big uh, brown door and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So my my vision and my concept of for it for this plaza to be the way that look is we're still in the process working on it but like so far as when i before i purchased it i went and spoke to the city of white i said i'm gonna buy the long star state house building and i'm gonna i want it to split it into three can i do that so, um, the, that time the person who was the building inspector he told me, he said, do you know that building, the entire back is kitchen? I said, yes. So how are you going to do that? I said, as long as you can give me an address to split it from one to three, I have a plan. He said, are you crazy? I said, no, no. Don't worry about that. We got it. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, guess what, though, at that time? I don't have that much knowledge or I don't have that much capital, but I just have, I have good credit. I have some money set up for down payment because I had my business. I've been doing business in Whitehall with my salon coming up 16 years. Wow. So I'm very familiar with the city. So, and then they're familiar with me too. But um, I said, don't worry about it. Just all I want is before I sign up, before I go in, got into a contract and get, in, get to the building, by the building, I want to know if the city's going to allow me, which I want everybody who's trying to make a big commitment like that to make sure you are finding out all the information you need. Because when you sign up that paper, you're borrowing all that money, and after you purchase it, they said, no, you're in trouble. Yeah. So I went and asked them before I do all that, and they said, yes. He said, he made he was watching out for me. He made it clear that I had a lot of trouble because this was a big steakhouse. This was the bar was all the way up here. That side the salon right now was a dining room and the top shop was a dining room. So this was a huge restaurant. Yeah. So he said, I, mean, I, I, I told him I understand. I have a tour in the, in the building. I know what I'm facing. So he told me, not only three, if you want five, I'll give it to you. I said, okay, now he made me think about something. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how it started, and I went and had um, purchased it. So I hired a contractor, a black contractor, got it divided into three. It was a lot of challenge. Yeah. And the lady, it doesn't matter who you hire, whether they hire black or white people, 
They don't want to do their job. They don't want to do their job. Right. So it was a lot of challenge, but I opened the salon first. Then, because I was renting down the street, that's another story. But when putting, I was uh, down the street in Hamilton. That was that challenge that got me this building. But that would be another story. So then I opened a beauty supply store through partnership. Okay. So I let this sit. Think about it. I don't know. I wanted to rent it out at the restaurant first, but it just it was a lot of work. People when they see a lot of work, they want to get into it. Because when the, the restaurant, when they left it, they lost it to the bank, so they destroyed it inside. It was bad. So, people don't want to, when they come in and see what the bar looks like, what the restaurant, what the kitchen looks like, they want to deal with it. It was a, uh, a couple came in to rent it. They asked me if I can give them free rent for a year. I said, if I kept it sitting, what difference would it make for yeah. me? <laughs> so, I just let it sit. And then Moses graduated from when he graduated from college, he got to start working with Johnson & Johnson, but he tried it for three months. He's like, I want to open my own business, Mom. I don't want to work for anybody. I said, you are? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to open the restaurant that we have sitting together? He said, yeah. I said, we're going to open a burger spot. Burger? He said, yeah, because I love burger. Mm-hmm. But I told him, we're going to eat exactly, we're going to make it exactly how we eat it at all. We want to make sure we resort that we, you know, look on source, we get it from the farmers and stuff like that. He's like, okay. So Moses, you know, he's been a business marketing manager. He started working on it. So I gave him, I said, research, what kind, how we want to set it up? And then what kind of food, I mean, uh, what kind of name we want to do? So that's how the name came. But that's how I got the building. And when COVID happened, yeah, of course I have mortgage, but um, the tattoo uh, um, uh, shop, the previous owner, their lease was expiring, uh, like in in the in the beginning of March. So they gave me their notice for sixty days. They have to give me notice on I think um, end of December or something like that. So anyway, the two people that own it right now, they was working for them. Mm-hmm. They never owned a business before, but they wanted to open a business. So um, they told them we're going to close, we're not going to be uh, renewing our lease, the previous owner, and we need to look for a place to work. The previous owner came and told me, everybody's going to go somewhere else, we're going to give you our notice. That's it. I'm like, okay. So, okay, we didn't know this pandemic was coming. Mm-hmm. So, Ashley and Gabe, that's the new owner of Much More Tattoo, they was, uh, Ashley came in to get uh, dinner or something to buy uh, food. I said, hey, Ashley, you guys decide to go somewhere else. All of it. She said, like, yeah, because the, the, the building is not, you know, up for a renewal. You don't want to renew our lease. I'm like, no, that's not the case. Your owner doesn't want to renew. So, you know, we spoke, and she had like, so is that okay if we can rent it? I said, yeah, you know? Then I knew they don't have a background of business. They never own a business. They never operate anything. So I take faith on them. Yeah. So, but something told me, like, especially Gabe, he came from Philly to, he's moving here to build a business. He's trying to grow himself. Yeah. And then, and actually, she's a hardworking person. So I put two and two together. So, you know, black people trying to better themselves. Let me, I mean, I got this opportunity, you know, I'm blessed from God. No. So let me do what I can. So I sat down with both of them and said, hey, if I'm going to give you this opportunity to rent the space, you're going to follow what I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help you to build your business. I'm going to give you some assignment. If you follow that, we'll go from there. He said, no problem, whatever he said. So I told them how to, first of all, they need to go and register their name. No, I said, that, I told them, write me a business plan. So they never wrote a business plan before. Mm-hmm. So they wrote me a business plan. So mind you, nobody ever helped me how to get to what I am right now. No. Just have to figure it out on the way. But from what I figured out on the way, I don't want them to struggle to figure it out. I just want to give them the 
grass and ground. Yeah. yeah. So they did. I gave them timeline, went to write the business plan, they wrote it and bought it. I gave them a little bit of correction, but they took it. They applied to the city. Everything they told them, they followed. And then I gave them the lease. Gave them the model. They did a great job. They did everything. They opened March 1st, then market, and then the app. Man. Yes. March 16, they had to shut down. So I feel so bad for them. I don't know what to do. And then one of them, Gabe has to go back to Philly, start, you know, doing, his family's there. And then I should start doing DoorDash. So April came, she brought me the check to pay the rent. I took that check, but I sat down and thought about it. We don't know when it's gonna open. So I told her, I told her to come and she came because he's in Philly. So I told her, call Gabe, tell him, until you guys open, don't worry about the rent. Then if we, God willing, we open next month or the month after that, after you open, you can pay me in December for the previous months. Mm -hmm. No utility, I'll pay for the utility. So they was very relieved and very happy. And I felt good at it, I did that for, my, for them. So they opened, they were allowed to open June 1st. So they was called March, half of the March, mm -hmm. April, May, so June 1st they opened. Because they do so good, I mean, they're great. People love them. Their business picked up very fast. And then, well, July 1st come, they paid like April, I mean, they paid May and June and July altogether. Nice. Didn't yeah. even wait until December. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. I'm starting to understand why the the reputation for the customer service is so good here because it's the energy yeah. right y'all received all that good energy initially with the you know the story you told about the customers and it seems like you were able to put that back into somebody else's business yeah that's that's amazing so they're doing so good right now when i see them they're busy they're serious about their business it made me proud that yeah. i could be able to help another black the, the way they're going if they keep going they're going to be big yeah so I'm so glad that I believed in them, and then they follow what I told them. So far, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's what happened. That's the story. No, they give tattoo shops a good name. That's good. Yeah. Well, one thing that I require, even from the previous owner, their tattoo shop, because when they come in to rent from us, the previous owner, I wouldn't rent them. I said, no, 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 no tattoo. So they keep coming back. And then Moses said, why don't you give them a channel? Like, I don't think tattoo is, we're trying to do uh, over here, a quality food, quality mm -hmm. service. We're trying to, uh, you know, elevate everything. Yep. Then you put tattoo, it's not gonna make sense. <laughs> yeah. So now they said, now we're trying to do high-end tattoo. We're gonna be selective to our, what kind of customer we're gonna bring in. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. Then give me a business plan. When they bring their business plan, I look at it. So that's how we even get into having tattoo shop next yeah. door. But this uh, new owner right now, they really, really they're high end. They do. They gave and actually they do a good job. I mean, they're great artists. They're great yeah, artists. I've seen Ashley's yeah. work online. Seen, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ashley's good. If you look at the painting on the wall, yeah. even the way they remodeled that, uh, their their. Uh, the store, they did a great job. So that's why they, the, the reason I let it um, be is because they align to what we believe. And now people are talking about you can get your hair done or get yourself something to eat. <laughs> Go get that. <laughs> <hair tattoo. laughs> One stop shop, man. All the, you know, Take yeah. everything on a Saturday. That's you should hit her up about your face tab, bro. No, I'm not <laughs> doing that face yeah. tab, man. Ice cream cone. Ice cream cone, a little teardrop. <laughs> I got one more question and I'm tapped. Yeah. Okay. Who's the best cook? Uh, your mom. That's what you beat me too. You already know it's going to be mom because you know, mom sure. got love and yeah. she got the experience. She, you know, she's been cooking forever. You know, PCN. We picked it up, though. 
Nah, it's not even pizza. It's like, how you gonna say you a better cook than your mom? Have you ever met nobody that? No, I have. So your mom was gonna teach you. There's a lot of love in this arm. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting if they would have been better than me. I was like, oh, nah, no, she was waiting, like, I'm dairy. She had her legs full of Okay. Yeah, no, each of us, we all bring our own, like, flavor, if you will, to the table. Um, I think, for me personally, from what I've seen, obviously, mom, you know, top notch. Um, I think with my brother, though, the one thing about my brother, he does not play about quality. Like, if your your uh, fries are not crispy, he's not going to let it come out the door. The presentation has to be, uh, you know, top of the line. He does not play about quality control. That's that's one thing that you, you can have, you know, okay, you got flavors put together, whatever the case is, but if your um, presentation doesn't present your value, the customer is not going to want to eat it. You eat with your eyes first. Yeah. Now, so, you know, my sister, though, what she does really well is she always trying to bring something new to the table, something new. <laughs> but that's the thing about food that makes you have yeah. to get creative like on our menus for, for example we use a mushroom three different ways we use tomato five different ways we, you know there's so many different. I think George Washington Carver found like a thousand uses for a peanut, for a peanut. you know how resourceful we are and my sister what she does is she's I'll say it's avant-garde what that means is like new and different at the same time mm-hmm. she bring those two things to the table and like you don't even realize what you're eating she, the other day she made like a pineapple burger <laughs> grilled it on the char grill, put uh, uh, something we call Ethiopian barbecue on the on the burger, put cheese, all this different stuff, just stacked it. And I'm like, all right, let's see what this is like. It was fire. I was like, yo, how did you even think of this? No, the coolest one I ever did, What's that? toot my own horn, was the uh, <laughs> kiwi jalapeno one. Mm. I killed that one. Just throwing a whole bunch of things together, just like, because I think all of us, all three of us, can taste it in our head first. Yeah. I think of the name, and then I think about, okay, I think it can come together really well if you hear it you'd be like let me try that well i don't know what that is. but anyway the dopest uh idea he came up with was um this blue cheeseburger my mom always wanted to have a blue cheeseburger on the on the menu but never really got around to it so then one day we're all sitting down for my birthday we're having a lunch and okay. yeah she wanted to add blue cheese crumble excuse me and then um so we're sitting down we had we're having a lunch and my brother was like why don't we call it out the blue Mm, yeah, so we we featured it for a burger of the month, which we're probably gonna bring back burger of the month and you know come up with different crazy ideas. So you know y'all might see the kiwi ha- uh, jalapeno burger back. Right. Sure. Right. So one thing that um, with um, opening this restaurant, that what um, I like to add to it is we got to see Chazer's creativity. Yeah. So for me, because I love, I don't like anything that doesn't have any flavor. So well, adding different things and bringing the flavor out is my main thing. But at the same time, number one, it's a blessing for me to be able to work with my children. They're my, you know, we're close to age, as you can see. And at the same time, we do a lot of things together. But to be able to enjoy what you're doing together, working together, living together, is just, uh, I have no work but say it's a blessing from God. Yeah. So that's one thing that I have uh, with this uh, opening this business uh, that I I will always treasure forever. So are we wrapping up? So it's a tornado watch. That's what that is. That's what I was about to say. I got one of my watch early, and I think that's what it was. <laughs> oh, that's what that is. Now yeah. Weather service. Okay. Uh, do you have any other questions? Nah, man. He beat me to the. To the best cut question, I was waiting for that one. We all throw down though. No, I don't try to big up yourself now. I'm giving it all the best, giving it all of my dues. We back Tuesday. Oh, but you know what else? You know what else we came up with too? Sweet potato cheesecake. Really? That's for the Thanksgiving time. Thanksgiving party. Yeah, we're gonna. I never thought it was gonna sell so like that, but um, the thing, a cheesecake and this chicken cream and mushroom in this cheesecake. A lot of people get mad at me that I don't keep it alive because yeah. it's sold out so fast. Mm-hmm. So, like right now, what I was talking to, I was making chicken cream mushroom soup. I let you taste it before you eat. Oh, yes. One of our customers uh, on um, Saturday, no, on Friday, he came, he came in. We don't have, we was out. Mm-hmm. So I told him I promise I'll make it on Saturday. But we got busy, I didn't get a chance to do it. Oh. He came. And I was 
eating outside. He's like, so I started him, I said like, oh, I don't know. He said, are you kidding me? He <laughs> <laughs> was like, no, 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 don't even, don't. I was like, sir. And then he was like, I, I promise I'll make it on Monday. He's like, how about if I don't make it in, uh, until Monday? Mm-hmm. How about if I die? I'm like, no. You got another 50, 60 years to live. You're going to have that soup before you yeah, die, buddy. So that, that cheesecake is a lot of people love that cheesecake. And uh, I, I don't put anything. I just, it's just homemade. I just homemade. I don't add no topping, no matter. Just, it's just homemade. Yeah. And a lot of people like it. And I'm grateful. I never thought people would appreciate what I make that much. Mm-hmm. And the chicken cream mushroom, actually, we won an award for it. We were first place in a competition about two years ago. Uh, we competed with a big restaurants. And for us, when we went to the competition, when I see all that big name and stuff like that, I was really grateful that we have at least to, to be known to show our business there. But we didn't tell we could compete with against those people and then win. Yeah. So we did one, and we were grateful for that as well. So shout out to the the Senegal that we went to. Senegal. Super Bowl, that's what they call it. Oh, Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl. Mm, nice. Well, um, oh, no, no. I was going to say, if you guys want to shout out the, uh, the chef that you guys got coming again. Um, yeah, uh, we're featuring Chef Jason Johnson, a uh, staple in the community along with Black Chefs. Um, he will be joining us to celebrate our four-year anniversary, Saturday, September 12th. We'll, we'll have three different time slots. We have a uh, three-course menu for vegetarians as well as meat-based lovers. So come by, pull up, show love. Um, make sure you have your reservations in before Friday, September 11th. Cool. Thank you. I want to thank you. Yeah, no, I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate the time. Follow us sure. on Facebook, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Review sure. us on Yelp, Google. Good, good reviews. <laughs> and call us too. Like you know, that's the other thing I want to let people know. Just call us if you don't, you know, if the, the whatever your experience did not match up to your expectations or wasn't that great. Just give us a call. Tell us. We'll take care of it after that fact. You know what I mean? Six one four eight four five eight eight four zero. Yeah, I think every customer when they have a bad experience, they should uh, call the business. Not only us. Every business. Mm-hmm. Please give them a call and tell them. But after he gave them a call and tried to give them the, the the feedback and they didn't receive it, then you can go out of the way to, yeah. to put, you Don't know. Just jump to start typing but, crazy. Yeah. But uh, one time, actually, what happened is we have a customer. He came in, uh, whatever experience he has, he put in a uh, one-star review. He said he did not recommend it. For people to come to this establishment, the next day he came because he loved the food. Oh my wow. god! Right. So he came, and then she went above and beyond. Good, I was people anyway. The, the day before she went above and beyond to accommodate him to whatever that was the situation, but he went ahead and put one star review. The young black man. Then he came back the next day. So she told me, "This is that guy." He put one star review and he come back. He's like, he doesn't recommend it to other people, but he come back. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I said, that's fine. I'm glad he came back. So I asked him, I said, can I talk to you? He said, yes. Uh, he said, uh, I mean, you have the right to say whatever you want. No, yeah. In right. opinion, to put whatever review you want. Uh, but I have, I have to ask you a question. He said, yeah. You said yesterday you don't recommend it people to come to eat here. That was yesterday. But you here you're getting food today. Mm-hmm. If we were so we were so bad yesterday, how come you come today? We're like you tried to explain I said, I just wanted the management to understand, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the service was bad or whatever. But if, if you want the management to understand you want the management, you want the business that in his mind is I'm trying to help the management understand to improve the, the experience that I have. Mm-hmm. I say, can't you pick up the phone call? If you really want to help us, you could pick up the phone call and, I mean, the phone and give us a phone. I mean, give us a phone call and then tell us your experience 
you know, we can improve yeah. if you really want to help us. But if you put it in Google, put one star review, you put it to the whole world, yeah. you're mad at us, you're not coming back. But here, they don't know that you're coming back the next day. Yeah. I said, not to only to my business, I told to any business, please, especially the way this world is going. You can find so many negative out there, yeah. but you don't find that many positive. So I appreciate you to think about before you put anything out there. Think about it. Yeah. Obviously, we weren't that bad for you to come back, come the, back next the next day. day. Can Therefore, back. not to us or to anybody, think about before you write any type of review. If it was a gun, you pull the trigger, you kill somebody. Mm. They're not coming back. Mm -hmm. But the gun was just a review, and he came back today. So he's like, I never seen it that way. I never thought about it that way. So what I'm trying to say is, have a conversation with people, even him, because me talking to him, we have a conversation. We he's seen things in different perspective, and then we put four star review. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, that's wrong. Yeah. Attracted a statement. I'm just saying. So what I'm saying is, like Moses, I'm just trying to people think about for Moses, we're human. We make a mistake. Uh, uh, we're grateful a lot of people be patient with us. We make when we make a mistake, a lot of people will come to us, talk to us, call us. We're grateful. We appreciate it. Those people want us to stay in business. They want to help us to survive. We're grateful for that. We we encourage people to do the same continuously. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna work with us. We're gonna improve. This is our first restaurant. This is, we're the, we're here only for this in this industry. This industry teaches you so much. But in any kind of business, I would like people before you put the review, call the people. Yeah. Understand their point of view. And if they refuse to cooperate or listen to you, then it's all, you know you do your part. So that's what I want to put on. And before we end, I'm grateful for you guys to come out, you know, to take your time to want to highlight uh, another black uh, business. Uh, to put, you know, this is you sacrificing your time to come back us here. We're grateful for that. We appreciate you and we wish you guys good growth and your broadcast to be, you know, another level. Thank you. And Thank you. Tell us whatever we can support you guys. We'll be there. Let's support each other. Appreciate so, yeah. it. Yeah, Thank absolutely. You. For sure. Um, Thank you all for your time. Thank you guys, and if you guys are looking for a good burger, step on down to Flavor 91. And that's best wing to the state of Ohio as well. That's where you go. Let's get this chicken and mushroom soup. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you guys. Thank you all.